This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, November 1st, 2021. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Chelsea Croningo is an internationally recognized media spokesperson and expert on topics relating to body image, eating disorders, diet culture, media literacy, and weight stigma. She has been featured in over 50 media publications, including the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, NBC, CBS, People Magazine, and USA Today. Presently, Chelsea is the communications lead for the National Eating Disorders Association, NIDA, tasked with creating and executing the organization's communications and brand strategy. In this role, Chelsea also advises Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and NBC Universal on eating disorders content and resources, trust and safety policies, and tips for responsible media coverage. Nita just launched the inaugural Body Acceptance Week, which promotes body positivity, body neutrality, and body liberation for all, starting today, November 1st, and goes through the 5th. And I'm super excited because I'm a part of this campaign, and we're going to learn so much more about it. Let's welcome Chelsea to the show. Hi, Shanice. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, I'm so excited to talk to you today. First, happy Body Positivity Week. I mean, Body Likewise, same to you. I've messed up already. (laughs) Oh, no, it's fine. Body acceptance, body positivity, body neutrality, body liberation, whatever word feels right for folks. (laughs) Yes, we're celebrating everything. So before we talk about that, let's learn a little bit about you and tell us a little bit about your personal journey with eating disorders and your relationship with your body. Absolutely. So off the bat, I am a plus size, higher weight, fat woman. Um, I do have a history of binge eating disorder which wasn't recognized as a real eating disorder until 2013, and I struggled with it far way before that. Um, So my whole life, you know, doctors always prescribed weight loss. My family put me on diets. I went to weight loss, um, you know, started diet programs at a very young age, and nobody ever questioned what was going on mentally with me, right? They always thought, that my weight was a result of a lack of willpower and, you know, being lazy and all those other really harmful stereotypes that people ascribe to higher weight folks. Um, And so eventually I did get a binge eating disorder diagnosis, which peaked when I was in college. And I got involved with NIDA because I was on my campus and I was looking for resources and information about eating disorders 
and there really wasn't anything. And so I brought a needle walk um, to my campus when I transferred to the University of Florida my junior year of college. And through that, I've stayed involved ever since. So do you volunteer with NIDA, or are you on the payroll and you work there full time? I am on the payroll. So I started as a consultant um, when I was in graduate school. So I have my master's in clinical psychology, and I was consulting on this program called The Body Project, which is an evidence-based program that teaches women and girls how to reject this cultural appearance or thin ideal and teaches them the skills and tools to develop a healthy body image. So from, you know, the beginning of my time at NIDA through today, the body image piece has really been crucial to my profession. And part of why we're doing Body Acceptance Week, which I know we'll get to in a little bit, is because body dissatisfaction is one of the leading risk factors for developing an eating disorder. So it's really important as part of these eating disorder prevention efforts to to nip that in the bud as early as possible, um, as well as, you know, kind of undo that ingrained messaging that we've been taught our whole lives. Right, and we're going to get into that more in more details, but I'm curious as communications lead, what does your job yeah. entail and what are some of your daily tasks? Sure. So, you know, overseeing the communications strategy and function. So within that is our social media presence um, as well as you know, marketing materials and other messaging that's on our website. Um, And, you know, as we're doing Body Acceptance Week right now, that falls under communications to plan campaigns and initiatives uh, and really a lot of community engagement. So having our finger on the pulse of what the community, what the eating disorders community and the body image community is looking for and needs and trying to fill that gap through our comms efforts, through our resources, um, and connecting people. Now, how has social media affected the way people feel about their bodies? Yeah, that is a very common and loaded question. So with social media, um, you know, it's important to note that social media does not cause eating disorders. However, there is a relationship or a correlation between social media or even general media and the development of an eating disorder. Um, We know that eating disorders in social media has been a trending topic in the news lately. Um, Mm -hmm. Personally, I don't believe that social media is all good or all bad. We do know that there's harms that can come from it. Um, However, especially during the pandemic, we've seen uh, really that social media has been a source of community for many people who are struggling with these body image and eating concerns while they're physically isolated and physically distanced at home, they're able to socially connect on social media. Um, Of course, on the negative side, that and I'll continue with this COVID example because we're living it right now, 
that mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of a lot of harmful content related to, you know, lose the weight that you've gained during COVID. And there's even this term that's been popular that's become popular called the COVID-15 or the quarantine teen 19. So a play on that freshman 15. And that messaging is just so harmful. We're all experiencing collective trauma right now and just trying to survive. And gaining weight is the least, you know, important piece of this pandemic. Um, And so we're seeing a lot of content with whether it's, you know, fitness influencers or diet companies. Unfortunately, the diet industry is, I believe, up to a $72 billion industry. Wow. So just unnecessary pressures um, when we all should be concerned about our social and emotional well-being right now, which is irrelevant to our weight. And there is a misconception that people with eating disorders are thin, but that's not true, right? Of course, there are thin people with eating disorders, but eating disorders don't discriminate. They don't discriminate based on age, gender, socioeconomic status, race and ethnicity, abilities, and weight and sizes. So any person in any size body can have any eating disorder. And that's a misconception, especially in the media, that we don't hear often. Uh, Over the summer, I believe, Tess Holliday, who um, I'm sure you're familiar with, and she's a plus size model. She's a friend of the show. Hey, Tess. Um, (laughs) So she came forward about having what's called atypical anorexia, which quite frankly is anorexia with a side of fat phobia on top. So it's meeting all the criteria for anorexia nervosa except that low body weight. And, you know, there's still the same health consequences, the same, you know, mental impairment. And so, you know, a lot of people think that binge eating disorder, which is what I struggled with, is the only eating disorder that people in fat bodies can struggle with. And that's just not true. So you definitely can't look at someone and tell if they have an eating disorder or not. Exactly. And that's a phrase we use all the time. Right. You can't look at someone and tell they have an eating disorder, Um, you know, and also people, you know, and the media doesn't help, but that, you know, a lot of people that don't see themselves represented in, you know, mainstream media talking about eating disorders or even on social media, they might not realize that their troubles with food or body image are actually a full-blown eating disorder. And so representation is key. And there's a lot of people in marginalized communities who are either misdiagnosed or underdiagnosed with an eating disorder. So a way that we are combating against this is Body Acceptance Week, which starts today and goes through the 5th. And it promotes body positivity, body neutrality, and body liberation. Now, let's briefly define each of those terms because some of my listeners may not be familiar with them all. Yeah. So body positivity, which I know you've been an advocate for for 20 years, I believe. Um, So that is the most common term that people are familiar with. And so we, we often meet people at that term. And historically, that came out of the fact 
uh, acceptance, fat liberation movement of the 1960s. And it was really a movement and a term created for uh, queer, fat, black women. Um, and over the years, the term has been co-opted a bit. Uh, but we always like to think that even though it's not necessarily always the right word for someone, if someone can resonate with body positivity, it's better than negative body image or body mm -hmm. dissatisfaction. However, with the body positivity movement, unfortunately, it no longer, or, you know, making generalizations here, but as it's become more mainstream, it it no longer really serves the people who it was initially intended for. Right. And so that's where these new terms have come along, such as body neutrality. Now tell us about that. So body neutrality is feeling neutral about your body, right? So you don't love it, you don't hate it, and you appreciate what your body can do for you. So instead of emphasizing what it looks like, you might say something like, you know, I'm grateful for my arms because they allow me to hug my loved ones. And so it's taking that emphasis off of what the body looks like and more about what the function of the body is. And body liberation. So body liberation is the most radical term of, of the three. And it really kind of comes full circle because, in a way, it's a movement that is re-energizing what the body positivity movement was initially meant to be. And so it's freedom from all systems of oppression, including body oppression that you may have, as well as that the outside world has towards you. Um, so instead of feeling positive or neutral, you're just free from all of those things. You know, our bodies are just a vessel that carries souls and, you know, and so body liberation is really this like new next wave of this body acceptance journey. Right. And so this week we're celebrating all of this. It's all inclusive. So why did you think I was a good fit for this campaign? So as I mentioned before, you have been really from the start before these terms body positivity became mainstream that you've been an advocate for positive body image and self-esteem for for two decades and you you know as i mentioned before representation is key and the fact that you you know you are a black woman you are you know plus size it's really important for people to know that body acceptance isn't just for people who, you know, quote unquote, look the way that the media tells us we should look and that anybody at any size body and, you know, any race, ethnicity, any age, you know, similar to all the demographic information I was giving before, any gender, any sexual orientation, that they can and should learn how to accept themselves and their bodies. And so we're really excited to have you join us with this campaign. Well, thank you. I'm so excited, too. And I have done um, work with NIDA before and other um, eating disorder organizations, and I've never had an eating disorder, 
but was always mm-hmm. an advocate of positive body image. And I was told that that's just being a good role model uh, for people that need it, just to see someone that is confident um, in their skin is, is, is helpful. Yeah, and it's so rare, especially in this diet culture that we all live in. You know, we're getting external and internal messages that we must change our bodies, that we're not good enough the way we are. And so to hear and see people who are so confident in their bodies, you know, no matter what they look like, and it's just, it's really, as you said, it's being a good role model and it's letting people know I, you know, I can be comfortable in my body too, and I should, and I'll live such a happy, I mean, you are such a joyful person, right? And I'm sure part of that comes from letting go of the negative body image and just embracing yourself as who you are. Exactly. Fantastic. And so what are some ways everyone listening can support Body Acceptance Week? So there are many ways. Um, First and foremost, you can go to MyNeda, so my as in me, NEDA.org, backslash body acceptance. And that is our website, our resource hub, um, including the video of Shanice, which is fantastic if you haven't had a chance to check it out, any of the listeners. We also have shareable graphics. Um, to post on social media. And as I said, we really try to meet people where they're at in terms of if body positivity feels right for you, if body neutrality feels right, or if body liberation does. You know, we're, we're not ones to judge which term is, is best. And so we have resources, handouts, and, and information blog posts, you know, fitting all of those categories under that body acceptance umbrella. And the big thing that we're doing, as well as featuring Shanice's video, is that we have a pledge, so a body affirmation pledge that we're, you know, encouraging people to sign and, you know, just committing to being okay with who they are and that their body is not their worth. Um, And so there's some other, you know, affirmations in there that we find to be inspirational and we hope folks that take the pledge do as well. Um, And then lastly, you know, if you're sharing on social media, and we hope you do, use the campaign hashtag, Body Acceptance Week, and, um, you know, and make it your own. So there's other ways to get involved that maybe are beyond what we're sharing and what we're mentioning and what we're highlighting. So, you know, you decide what this week means to you and run with it. And, you know, I found it interesting on the campaign's uh, page. It said one of Nita's commitments is to eating order prevention. And I think many people assume it's only for when you already have the eating disorder and need help, but that's not true. We're trying to get to it ahead of time. Absolutely. And that's where this body acceptance piece comes in, uh, right? So, You know, I mentioned earlier that body dissatisfaction or a negative body image is one of the leading risk factors of developing an eating disorder. So if we can work towards body acceptance and the other terms that fall under that umbrella, then 
you know, it's not to say that you can't develop an eating disorder. Eating disorders are a combination of biological, psychological, and social um, contributors. And so, you know, but this is one way that maybe some people can prevent the development of a full-blown eating disorder. Um, you know, just like increased self-esteem is another prevention effort, um, you know, decreasing mental health concerns. So this increase of body uh, body image and body satisfaction fits in there. And this is the um, very first uh, Body Accepting Weeks for Nita. So will this be an annual event now? We're hoping so. Yeah, we're taking it one day at a time. So we're excited <laughs> to see the response from everybody. Um, we're feeling really good. We're seeing really positive um, engagement and comments. And so we definitely hope to keep this a tradition in the, um, in the winter. So the last week of February, we have what's called NIDA Week or National Eating Disorders Awareness Week. And our goal with, so that is, you know, more focused on eating disorders specifically. And our goal with Body Acceptance Week is to have this be the, you know, the fall campaign um, to reach a wider audience that might not have an eating disorder that are struggling with some of these factors. And so, you know, anchoring these two campaigns um, at both parts of the year. Now, do you have anything planned for this week you can tell us about, or is everything just going to be a surprise? For Body Acceptance Week? Uh-huh. Or for, for Anita Week? Body for Body Week? Um, Acceptance Week, because it's a whole week. Like, do we have a schedule of things happening? <laughs> so because it's the first year, our main goal is really to educate people. So not many surprises. We do have some original blog posts that will be rolling out throughout the week. Um, but, you know, our campaign information is it's all there on the website. It's up front. Um, and, you know, we'll see what comes from it. But as of now, no surprises. Just want to educate people on the nuances of those three terms. Yeah. And I want to say um, we had some press today. Thank you to the Curvy Fashionista for supporting that's the first um, blog post that came out about Body Acceptance Week today. So thank you very much. Um, and tell us, before you go, tell us your official website and social media pages where we can keep ev- keep up with everything you have going on. Sure. So before I mention, you know, org. It's also, so both terms work. I don't want to confuse anybody, but you can also visit nationaleatingdisorders.org. So the MyNita version is the short version. And so if you go to nationaleatingdisorders.org, we have all the information. Again, the backslash body acceptance is where you'll find this specific campaign information. Um, On social media, we're, we're most active on Instagram, which is at Nita, N-E-D-A, on Twitter, which is at Nita Staff, um, on Pinterest, National Eating Disorders Association, Facebook is also National Eating Disorders Association, and same with LinkedIn. So we are, we're working on growing our TikTok presence, but 
for now, those are the main platforms that we're on. Well, that's awesome. Where Again, thank you so much for having me um, be a part of this campaign. It's really an honor. And um, I just have to practice saying Body Acceptance Week because I've been saying Body <laughs> Positivity for 20 years. It's just like a natural, <laughs> it just naturally comes out of my mouth. But we are celebrating Body Acceptance Week all week, and I'll be posting on my social media um, all week. And I'm just so excited about this and just hope it continues to grow bigger and bigger. Likewise, Shanice, and we're so honored to have you be part of the campaign. And personally, it's an honor to be part of this podcast today. So thank you for everything that you do. And, yeah, we look forward to growing this campaign each and every year. Well, all right. Well, thank you again. Um, I know you're busy. you got lots of things to do. So thank you, and we'll definitely be talking um, the rest of the week for sure. Absolutely. Well, thanks again, and take care, and thank you for everyone who's listening and interested in getting involved in the campaign. All right. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. And thank you to my guest this evening, Chelsea from NIDA. And make sure you support Body Acceptance Week. Again, I'm so excited to be a part of this. If you um, can, make sure you go to my social media page and check it out. Give me a like, a comment, a share. Definitely support. This is something positive that everyone needs to know about. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.